Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Forty-two days. Yes, there are forty-two days left until Christmas. Really? Happy? Oh, only forty-two. Happy Thanksgiving, Christmas season. Well, I would have thought just like a little bit longer, but that's kind of good news. Forty-two. This being the twelfth of November. Yeah. That's forty. Technically forty-three days, I guess. But we're at the end of the forty-third day. See, I day, knew so. it felt longer. <laughs> but we're. This is night on the forty-third day. You're right. So it's really forty-two days and some hours. So you know what's good about that? Hmm. That means there's only six more days after that till the end of 2020. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully 2020 ends and mm-hmm. does not bleed over a little into 21. Yeah, you know, I saw someone post something. They said, uh, you thought 2020 was bad. What if this was just the beginning of a bad decade? Then take us now, uh, right? whoever is listening. I know. I, yeah. I, I'm ready for it to be done. And knowing that we only have, let's see, 42, that's 48 days left until... <laughs> 2020's over. I'm liking it. Uh, he's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. It is the movie zone, and uh, we're excited. We've got 10, yes, 10 new movies that have hit the theaters yeah. this week to preview. And there's one I'm really excited about. We'll there's, get into that. There's a, a classic screening at Megaplex. That's well, not it's not a classic in the sense of how old it is, but it's a classic okay. that if you didn't see or you did see it in the theaters originally, it's worth seeing again in the theaters. Cool. And we've got some incredible news as far as moving go movie going goes in this valley, especially there at Megaplex Theaters. So stay tuned for that. But Johnny, yes, sir, we have officially shifted into Christmas moviedom. Dun dun dun! Here on the movie zone. Yeah, it's and that time. It, it, we do this thing every Sunday called the Movie Zone Showdown, Movie Zone Movie Showdown, or whatever we call it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, where we uh, we take turns. Now that you're back on Twitter, you're back up this week. Yep, I am. Uh, but last weekend at Austin Horton, I put out two movies I own from the same genre. Yep. And let the Twitterverse choose which is a better movie. Now uh, there is some stretching by saying the same genre. We're just going Christmas. No, they're, they're the same genre themed. because they're Christmas. They're Christmas themed. Yeah, yeah. They may not be contemporaries though. No, and I know I I know what happened and I have a thought on that. So when we get okay. to that, I'm going to I'm going to move on. Well, let's start with that right now. Okay, right let's out do the it. gate. Let's do it. The Movie Zone Movie Showdown this week, which movie was is better? Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Which I spelled wrong here. It needs an e on yes. the end. Yes, it does. Uh or Bill Murray's Scrooged. Mm. We had 191 votes. Yeah. Again, it's a 24-hour poll. Is it still the landslide? It was a landslide victory for yeah. Tim Allen's The Santa Claus at mm. 80% of the vote. Yeah. Okay. Scrooge only got 21 or 20% of the vote. Man, and, and and I get it. I do. The Santa Claus is a great movie. It's and this is my theory of why it's more modern-ish. I mean, it's still older. But it's more modern. There was also three of them as opposed to one Scrooge. Yeah, you can forget the other two, though. You can definitely forget the third one. Even though Martin Short was great as Jack Frost, <laughs> okay. the, 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 the plot Is that the just... robot Santa one? Or is that number two? That's the robot Santa. You know, they kind of blend together. They're to be totally terrible. Honest. The first one is the only one that matters. They are. Yeah. And you're right. It's a great one for sure. But 
Scrooge is my pick, hands down. Really? Yes, I love that movie. Is that because you're a Bill Murray guy? I think it's the time that I grew up in because I, I, I you know, I saw that movie and that that was going to be my point. I think it might be the generation thing there because Bill Murray Scrooge is hilarious. But if you watch it by today's standards, the graphics aren't great. Mm-hmm. You know, the plot's okay, but it's still funny. It the, is still the fact funny, that he yeah. wants to you know staple staple the antlers to the mouse's head <laughs> is is hilarious. You know, it's a funny, funny movie. It's and a very it's funny, an movie. irreverent adult Christmas movie. Bobcat's in it. Bobcat Goldwaite. Yeah. Uh, who's the the little uh, spirit that's the crazy lady that's always whacking him? Channing. Um, uh, Carol, not Carol Channing. Yeah. Is it Carol Channing? Oh, no, now, no, now no, I, no. Now I've got to look it up. Not Carol Channing. It's Carol Burnett. Carol. No, was it Carol Burnett? No. I don't think so. Either. No, it's not. You are crazy. All right. Scrooged cast. Uh, that gives us Carol Karen. Kane. Yes, that one. Ghost of Christmas present. Like anyone should trust me with names. I completely blow them every time, you know? Yeah. You, you, you kind of, but you, you were half there on this one. I was half you got there. Carol. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Scrooge, not even close, loses to the Santa Claus, 80% <laughs> to 20%. Now, one last thing on this. Yeah. We just watched the Santa Claus at our house. Okay. For the first time in my life, Johnny Lightfoot, mm-hmm. the name of the movie made sense to me. Are you kidding me? It has never dawned on me i've always thought you've never a, thought the claws like a lawyer claws i've always thought that's a good that's a great movie but what a boring non-creative <laughs> name so it went vroom, right over your head so my whole life i've been spelling santa claus right. with an e on the end because when i learned to spell that movie was new <laughs> and i just thought that's how you spelled santa claus so I, for the first time, I realized it's actually a really good title. Yes. But the inflection needs to change when we say it. Instead of the Santa Claus, it needs to be the Santa Claus. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll have a little confession. It took me a few years to figure that out, too. <laughs> and then my wife, Whitney, pointed out that the case yeah. around the case is the claws yep, around the, the claws. border. Of the yep, yep. And, the, and the E is red. Yep. The rest of it's green. Yep. Yep. And no, I it, felt so dumb. No, don't. No, don't. It's a common mistake. <laughs> Because uh, you, you look at it, you say the Santa Claus. It's Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Right, but the Santa. <laughs> See, it's like one of those things where it needs better punctuation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Santa, you know? comma clause. Right. The yeah. clause of Santa. Right. Yeah. But it's a great movie. That's that's a tough one. I still, if I had both of them sitting in front of me, I would pick Scrooge up first. And I would pick the Santa Claus. Right. It's a generational <laughs> thing. It, it really is. Hey, uh, before we get to the new movies hitting the theaters, we want to remind you that there is a way, and Johnny, you you know this firsthand. You go all the time. There is a way to have some normalcy in this wild pandemic of 2020 while Absolutely. you still can. Yeah. Uh, if you mask up and you clean up and you do it right, places like the Megaplex Theater, it's safe to it go is. watch a movie. And not only is it safe, I've done it, and I'm I'm fine. I've been there. It's clean. I felt totally comfortable being in there. You can play. Uh, you can play your favorite video game on the Megaplex big screen. The the big big screen gaming packages start as low as ninety nine dollars. So you get a bunch of your friends within social distance regulations, and you go in there masked up. You can play yeah. your video game party on the big screen at Megaplex for ninety nine bucks. It's awesome, and not to mention they're also doing a bunch of holiday parties. You know, you can have a holiday party there, or maybe even a private screening. 
Yeah, for smaller groups, of course. Yeah, for smaller groups. But it can still happen. They, they're, they're open. They're going above and beyond to keep guests safe and healthy. Uh, they, they've got new and favorites, uh, favorite classics playing at Megaplex. And, of course, they'll be honoring the 2020 Yellow Megatub refillable popcorn. Yeah. All of 2021 as well. And you can now buy the 2021 Megaplex mega bucket and i want to jump back one second those private screenings yeah. the smaller ones they start at 99 dollars. that's it yeah that's it i have a friend who recently and this is we, we you know we're not playing favorites here you can wherever you go to watch your movies that, that's fine uh, i like the megaplex yeah. others like other places sure but i had a friend who wanted to uh, have his daughter's birthday party just their immediate family mm-hmm. uh, at, at a movie screening and he called to rent to see how much it was to rent a movie theater. It was exorbitant. Oh, yeah. Like, it's huge. Nearly four times the $99 that it is at Megaplex. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, so all those things that you've got uh, or that you want to do this holiday season, you can still do within reason, within guidelines, within safety protocols at right. the Megaplex theater. You know, it's a perfect time, like maybe even a, a Christmas gift for your family. Let's go watch our whatever Christmas movie we wanted to see, and let's do it at the Megaplex in a private screening. That's a great idea. For 99 bucks. Well, starting at 99 bucks. Yeah, well, that's a terrific idea. So go to MegaplexTheaters.com. Yes. Get on the Megaplex Theaters app. Uh, it's safe. It's convenient. And it is, especially with the number of crowd that's not allowed at the theater, you get to have pretty much a private screening. You do. Every time you go, I'll tell you what. If so, if, get in there. They're not closed. They're open. I, I would, I would, I will probably do it anyway. But if there was a Star Wars movie coming out this December, and what we're going through, I would have been renting out that theater for sure. Yep. So uh, Megaplex theaters, uh, check them out. They can uh, help you out this holiday season and still stay safe while doing so. And we just had a, a record-setting day of cases here in the state of Utah. But yeah. if everyone masks up washes their hands, stays six feet away from each other. When you're not with someone you live with, put on a mask. Yep. It's pretty simple. We'll see that fall, and we'll get back. We'll get through this. And look, and when you're in the theater, it's not that bad wearing a mask. It's dark anyway. It's not bad at all. You know, you just you eat your food, you put it back on. That's it. <laughs> and it's it's simple. It's still comfortable. It's awesome. And like I said, they, they've limited their screening, so it's not like back-to-back showings. So they can go in and fully clean the theater and make sure that it is completely sanitized for the next group of people that come in. And I have done it four or five times. Yeah. I've been out, and it's awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's preview the movies that are opening this week, shall we? Yes. Now, they're in no particular order, uh, and there's something for everybody when you open 10 new movies. I'm excited and about this first one. The first one is titled Freaky. Yeah. It's a rated R comedy horror. It should have came out a few weeks ago, but that's yeah. okay. Tell us about Freaky, Johnny. Freaky is an R-rated comedy horror with Catherine Newton, Vince Vaughn, and Alan Ruck. Okay. Now, you've kind of heard this story before. It's kind of the body swap Freaky Friday, but there's a twist in this one. Okay. Let me find where I just lost it there. <laughs> after, after swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. Wow. And it's my understanding that Vince Vaughn 
plays the deranged serial killer yeah. and therefore has to act like a teenage girl stuck in Vince Vaughn's body. Yeah. Is that how this goes? I, that's how this goes. That would be worth seeing just for that performance. Now, I know, like I said, I know we've seen this plot before. We've seen the Freaky Fridays and, and, and the other body swap stuff, but something about the serial killer into a, a high school student. Yeah. You know, it's it screams Dexter <laughs> and just... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited. If you could swap bodies with one person here at The Zone, who would you choose and why is it me? Why is it you? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Let's see. Who makes the most money? Gordon. <laughs> uh, all right. Next uh, new movie opening this week, Hillbilly Elegy, a rated R drama. And this is what actually spurned our poll question of the week we'll get to in segment two. Directed by Ron Howard. Mm. Starring... Amy Adams. Awesome. Haley Bennett. Awesome. Glenn Close. Awesome. And there's some Oscar noms or, or predictions for both Amy Adams and Glenn Close in this Glenn's movie. Glenn's not going to get it. Amy has been a, a finalist several times and never got one either. You know, will Glenn ever get one? Uh, well, this might be it. Based on the best-selling memoir by J.D. Vance, Hillbilly Elegy is a modern exploration of the American dream and three generations of an Appalachian family as told by its youngest member, a Yale law student forced to return to his hometown. Hillbilly Elegy rated R. This sounds, this sounds really good. And watching the trailer on this looked really good as well. I think this is going to be one of those movies that at award time, we're going to see this popping up. It might be one of those that everyone is talking about and you feel like you're the only person that hasn't seen it. Yes. Like I was with Shape of Water. And it went on in one best picture. Yeah. So make yeah. sure you catch out. You don't want to be that. Hillbilly Elegy. Well, also, if you're ready for the Christmas movies, we got another one called Too Close for Christmas. Okay. It's a G-rated holiday romance. Okay. Starring Chad Michael Murray uh-huh. and Jessica Londez. Okay. Chad Michael Murray from, like, One Tree Hill. Is that what he was in? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. A career-driven woman. Needs a free-spirited man's life. Leads. Sorry. No, meets. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. I got to put my glasses back on. A career-driven woman meets a free-spirited man's lives. It's. I think there's a typo. You know, there. this is weird. It, I think it's supposed to be. A career-driven woman meets a free-spirited man, and their lives intersect yes. over the holidays Thank at a you. family gathering. Thank you. Yeah. Because you know the way it's written? It's not, here's what how it's written. A career-driven woman meets a free-spirited man's lives intersect over the holidays at a family yeah, gathering. That's why I kept stopping on that word going, there's something wrong here. <laughs> so, uh, too close for Christmas, your holiday romance pick. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't do that with COVID going around. Maybe well, I shouldn't spit into the mic. We have our own windscreen. So. I know. Now we got to throw this one yeah, away. That one's, get a that new one's one. trash now. All right. Next, Come Away, rated PG adventure drama fantasy starring... Angelina Jolie. Yes. Michael Caine. I love Michael Caine. And David Oyelowo. Who? David Oyelowo? What's he in? He was in Queen of Cotway. He was in Selma. He was in uh, 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 The Butler. Okay, so no, no movies anyone knows. Stop it! <laughs> he, he was, he's incredible. I'm kidding. Uh, when their eldest brother dies... Peter and Alice seek to save their parents from despair until they are forced to choose between home and imagination, setting the stage for their iconic journeys into Wonderland and Neverland. Let me read that back to you now that I've read those two words. Mm. Peter and yep. Alice yep. seek to save their parents 
and it sets the stage for their iconic journeys into Wonderland and Neverland. So yep. this is a sounds like a movie about Aladdin prequel <laughs> to Aladdin. <laughs> yes, exactly. Peter Pan, Angelina Jolie, Michael Caine, and David Oyelowo. Do you know how to say Michael Caine correctly? Michael Caine. No, you say my cocaine. Oh, oh, my cocaine. Wow. Yeah. Uh, come away, rated PG. That that sounds like a star-studded cast. It might be worth seeing. Well, I was just going to point that out. Do you notice? And we've only done three or four right now. Majority of them have the major stars back in them again. And we keep going down this list, you're going to see a few more. It's like, speaking of Dreamland, rated R to drama, thriller, romance, starring Margot Robbie. Stop there, I'll, I'll see it. Okay. She's it. incredible. Travis Fimmel. Never right? heard of him. And Garrett Heb, Head, Head, Heblund? Headland. Okay. Never heard of him. No. But Margot Robbie's in this, so we'll see it. In this love story set immense America's struggle between the Great Depression... Eugene Evan dreams of escaping his small Texas town when he discovers a wounded fugitive bank robber. Ooh. Tom, between claiming the bounty... Torn. Torn. See, man, I need my glasses. <laughs> torn between claiming the bounty of her capture and his growing attraction to be uh, seductive criminal. Where are your the, glasses? They're, Put they're, them on. They're gone, man. Why? I don't know. You I, broke them? I, maybe. <laughs> Should I do the reading here? Eugene. <laughs> uh, he got to make a decision that will forever affect the lives of everyone he's ever loved. Thank you. So if you, <laughs> if you followed that, you deserve a, a Pulitzer. Wow. Uh, but anyway, a love story with some drama and uh, set in historical fiction with Margot Robbie. This is going to be great. If you could see me, feet listeners, you would see how close this phone is to my face because I really, everything's blurry. Johnny looks about 30 years younger than he actually is. <laughs> You're right. And then he starts reading and it reminds me, oh yeah, he yeah. is getting up there. Just, just, just have me pronounce people's names <laughs> in movies and you'll figure that one out. Have you uh, reached out to AR, AARP yet or are they reaching out to you? No, Medicaid's coming in. Though. Are they? Okay. <laughs> All right. Ammonite is next. Rated R, a biography drama romance starring Kate Winslet and Shursa Ronan. I like Shersa Ronan. Ah, I, I'm not huge on Kate Winslet. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's uh, mostly because I abhor the Titanic. Yeah. Hate it. I, you, you, there's a lot of people that feel that same way. But 1840s England is where this is set. I love period pieces like this. Acclaimed yeah. but overlooked fossil hunter Mary Anning and a young woman set to convalesce, sent to convalesce by the sea, develop an intense relationship, altering both of their lives forever. I like it. I like it. I lo like I said, I love the period pieces, especially 1800s England and stuff like that. I think it's great. And now, you're going to get some great performances from oh, Shirsa yeah. Ronan and I guess Kate Winslet. Now this next one, I'm excited. I'm excited I get to read this one. All right. Because... I think a, w a few months ago, you and I yes. were looking at this and we're going, is this real? I wanted to play the trailer on you the can't. show. I don't think you can. Just because it sounds and looks like an SNL parody, but we couldn't play it because it's every other word is an F-bomb. I know. So go ahead. We are talking about the movie Fat Man. <laughs> oh, Rated R action comedy starring Walton Guggins. Goggins. Guggins. Goggins. <laughs> Whatever. Never I'm doing it on purpose. Really? Who's Walton Goggins? Okay. Mel Gibson, you know uh, that one? Who's Walton Goggins? Tell me. 
Um, I'll Google it myself. Oh, as soon as you see him, you're going to know exactly who he is. I'm trying to think the movie. He was in Sons of Anarchy for a little oh, bit. Oh, Justified. The yes, Justified. Lights. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Santa Claus must contend with a hitman sent from a disappointed child. That can't. No, say it again. Read it again and read it right because that could not be a real movie. Santa Claus yes, I know must him. contend. Okay, he's got to compete, contend, okay. With a hitman. Someone who's hired to murder, okay. Sent from a disappointed child. So a kid didn't get what they want for Christmas and hires a hitman to kill Santa. So if you look at the uh, you look at the trailer, a kid gets like a lump of coal. <laughs> and he is upset at Santa Claus about it and hires a hitman to go take out Mel Gibson. This is a, a rated R Sharknado Christmas yes. style. Yes. I'm glad that it says it's a comedy because the trailer takes itself way too seriously. And I was yes. afraid that they were aiming for something serious with this. Thank goodness they've gone the comedy route. And when you watch the trailer for this and like, you'll probably have the same reaction Austin and I did. We both looked at each other and said, was that real? I honestly thought it was a funny or die thing. Yeah. I didn't know. Right. It was a, but Mel Gibson, I guess whatever he whatever role he can get these days is a good good thing for him. <laughs> I think you need to look at this movie kind of like a bad Santa, you know, comedy meets Taken. Yes, <laughs> yes. But the Hitman, that's awesome. And hey, if a kid's bummed out, first of all, if a kid's bummed out about getting a lump of coal, but has enough money to hire a Hitman, what's he complaining about? And it's no secret why he's on the. Not right, list, you know. right. All right, next, Echo Boomers, rated R action crime drama starring Michael Shannon, Alex Pettifer, and Patrick Schwarzenegger. You ever really? heard of him? Is it, uh, is it The Sun? I'd have no idea, but I would assume so. It's got to be, right? Uh, based on a true story, this one. Is this The Sun with the, 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 the maid? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Five college grads decide the best way to get back at the unfair economy and live the life they've always wanted is to steal from Chicago's richest and give back to themselves. Hmm. Why have I... Why does this sound like my own journal? Sounds like Robin Hood. Echo Boomers, rated R. Uh, I'll be seeing that one. And I like taking it. notes. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is The Climb, a rated R comedy slash drama starring nobody we've heard of because our names aren't even listed here. <laughs> okay. Kyle and Mike are best friends who share a close bond until Mike sleeps with Kyle's fiance. Mike! No! Don't ever do that. Terrible person. The Climb is about a... Uh, What's that word? Tumultuous. That's a big word. Tumultuous but enduring relationship between two men across many years of laughter, heartbreak, and rage. Mm. New. The fact that they don't even list who's in it. Yeah, some two two guys in their backyard with an iPhone is what it reads like, but I haven't seen anything about it. Maybe it'll win the Oscar. You know, it's th know. those type of movies that sometimes do. And finally, the to end the, the new uh, releases, the 10th new release this week. Stealing Chaplin, rated R, a mm. drama, two brothers plot to steal the body of Charlie Chaplin and ransom it for a fortune. Now, would that be Robert Downey Jr. as Charlie Chaplin? Ah, uh, no. Oh. It's just the body did you of ever, Did Charlie you see Chaplin. that? No, I didn't. That was good. He was a great Chaplin. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you go. Ten new movies. Uh, you can also check out at Megaplex. Guardians of the Galaxy, the original. I am Groot. I am Groot, PG-13. If you didn't see it in the theater or you did see it in the theater, revisit it. It'll be great to see it again. I love that movie, and I was shocked when it came out because that was like a C, maybe D comic book. 
you know, with the major superheroes. Yeah. What a success story. Hey, uh, we're way over time on yep. segment one, and we got to get to poll question responses in segment two. Because Ron Howard has a new movie out, we asked you to hop on Twitter at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot One, and answer who is your favorite director and what is their best movie? We'll get to your answers next, as well as a lesson in music history from Johnny. Merry Christmas. He's yeah. got the shirt on and, and all. Yep. Coming up next here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Segment two here on The Movie Zone. I, you know what? I need to have a different voice. Welcome back. Segment two of the movie zone. You I'm Austin Horton. He's Johnny Lightfoot. You got the best. Merry Christmas. That's it, man. Johnny, tell us about your music, oh. your lesson in music history this week. This is your all-time favorite band. Where I could do an entire hour show on this band. So how do I just knock it down to a couple minutes, Austin? That is the question. How do you, you? go ahead and try? Kiss started in 1973. With original band members Stanley Eisen, mm-hmm. Paul Stanley, Gene Klein, Gene Simmons, Paul Fraley, and George Peter Criscola. Of course, you know them as Kiss, <laughs> my favorite band in the world. And uh, they started playing in clubs in the early 70s, opening up for bands like the New York Dolls, who they kind of took their look from. Right, the whole makeup And thing, then they, yeah. they, they built that persona. And I almost think the persona is bigger than the band. It absolutely is, yes. Um, in fact, some of their first shows, they did a record showcase, and uh, they they made the show look huge. Like, they had at, uh, racks of uh, amplifiers, fake amplifiers behind them, you know, like you see in the, 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 the arenas now, right? Yeah. They were doing that in a club, but no one was showing up. <laughs> and they did a, a record showcase where they were trying to get signed by some records, and Gene would actually walk off the stage after the songs and like make the people in the audience clap, like get in their face and like, <laughs> and look at them and they would start clapping, you know, and it's, it's pretty funny. But, uh, and of course they gained massive popularity throughout the seventies with the album alive, which uh, is of course their live record and a little history about that. That album's not live. What? Nope. Nope. That was actually kiss had a problem when they played live. They were much tougher than mm-hmm. they were in the studio. Mm hmm. And they couldn't capture it on, uh, for some reason, on the record. So they, believe it or not, they took the crowd and then they went in and re-recorded everything and just kind of gave it a different vibe. Dubbed it together. But let's get bound to seriousness here. Bound? Yep. That's okay. it. Down. Oh. Downed. Let's get bound to Mirius. Mirius. <laughs> Bands that Kiss helped discover and make famous. One of the most popular ones is probably Van Halen. Oh, wow. So Gene Simmons discovered Van Halen after a club date with Van Halen. Gene took them immediately into the studio and they recorded their demos, which you can find now on YouTube. Just search uh, Van Halen demos. In fact, some of those songs or parts of those songs became other famous songs that you know of Van Halen. It's really, really cool they did. But they also helped make Rush famous. Okay. They also helped... Slaughter, 
Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Just to name a few that Kiss really, really helped out. Yeah. And if you want to get deep into it, you could even go with the Vinnie Vincent Invasion, which is what turned into Slaughter. Vinnie Vincent was a guitar player with Kiss. So tell me, uh, as it pertains to movies, what's your favorite Kiss in the movies selection? Ooh, I'm not going to say Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. That was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Um, I mean, this is a band that had action figures and dolls and, and a cartoon. And That's what I was going to say. In fact, just recently they did a Scooby-Doo cartoon. With Kiss? Yes, Kiss and Scooby-Doo. Uh, but the one that always stands out the most to me is Beth. Right. From Role Models. Yeah, Role Models is good. Where they dress up like them and the whole thing. Well, speaking of uh, their hits... How many number ones do you think Kisses had? Zero. That's correct. Really? That even, is, even Detroit Rock City? That is correct. Huh. So the highest they have ever gotten on the charts is number seven, and that was in- I Want to Rock and Roll All Night? That was in 1976. Oh. What song do you think hit it number It wasn't Want to Rock and Roll All Night then. It um, was Beth. The, the one I- the, the Beth. The Beth. lame one? <laughs> Beth is their highest- Rated uh, chart-topping uh, song. Uh, you, what you mentioned, Rock and Roll All Night, hit number 12. I Was Made for Loving You, hit number 11. Forever, which was a song in the eight, 90s, uh, reached number 8 in 1990. Hmm. Yeah, I like Forever. Yeah. 40, I like Kiss. Of course. They were, they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in April of 2014. And when original guitar player Ace Freely left the band... Kiss almost hired Eddie Van Halen. Wow, to replace him? But mm. they thought he was too well-known. Oh, geez. 45 years of touring uh, before Corona. They were starting their final end-of-the-road tour. Uh, they should be returning to Salt Lake City in September of 2021, possibly making their last stop here. Hopefully right here at Vivint Arena. We shall see. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. Lesson in music history. You know who Trent Falcone is? Oh, of course. He's got a Kiss tattoo. I know he does. He's a Who's a bigger Kiss fan, him or you? So Trent and I went to uh, junior high and high school together. Oh, you did? Yeah, we were buds there. He's over at uh, uh, Live Nation now. Yes, he is. And uh, he has a couple tattoos. So he has the faces on his arm. I think it's on his leg. And then he met Kiss again, and Gene signed it. And then he went and got that tattoo on top of it. But, um, uh. boy, we, we, we share photos of like our collection back and forth, and it's pretty even. Is it? It is. All right, so there you go. The, this week in uh, music history, KISS is our selection. And we'll need to do them again because there's so much we haven't touched well, on. And especially if they come back next year. We barely just touched on Did the makeup Did you just put years. something in your mouth mm -hmm. while you're talking on air? Mm -hmm. Thank goodness we're in separate rooms or you I like would this? punch you in the throat. Alright, uh, let's get to the, <laughs> the poll question. Who are you? Gordon Monson? I'm, you know the, what? It's a gummy. It's good. The poll question responses this week. At Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot. Ron Howard's got a new movie out called Hillbilly Elegy. It's uh, based on the best-selling novel uh, by the same name and it's getting some oscar buzz already so our question is who is your favorite director and what is their best movie you chasta our guy mike yeah says richard linklater does stuff that nobody else would even dare like okay we're gonna start shooting this film in 2001 but we're not gonna finish it until 2013 and all the cast will stay the same who's with me <laughs> yeah that okay. is that that's you know that's a commitment. If you're in a Richard Linklater movie, that's a commitment. Yeah, that like is. 10 years of your life. My brother Landon responded. Oh, really? Landon says, a Taika Waititi for mm. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. 
I would I would agree with that. I want to see a little bit more from him before I give him. I think he's great. I mean, he also did Thor Ragnarok. And he did some great work with The Mandalorian. Yes, and he's going to be heading the uh, new Star Wars trilogy coming out. Which is great news. So I, I, I would definitely put him up there. Kent says, good question. I'd probably go Ridley Scott, mm. especially if you count the ones he's produced. Alien is his best, no question, epic movie. And then he would go with Werner Herzog for documentaries. He's made some great docs. Cave of Forgotten Dreams is my favorite. I'll have to check that out. I've never even heard of Cave of Forgotten Dreams. I don't know that one either. Uh, so, And I love documentaries, so good, good suggestion, Kent. Bucky says, Cohen Brothers, hands down. Tough to pick a favorite, but Fargo and No Country for Old Men are up there. Quite the catalog for those yeah, two. Yeah, that is. Uh, he also uh, loves Brick, directed and written by Ryan Johnson. He thinks Looper and Knives Out were solid as well. Not as big a fan of Looper as no. I was of uh, Knives Out. I like Knives Out a little better than Looper, too. Yeah. Joseph says, Alfonso, Custom, and Children of Men, mm. the best sci-fi film since 2000. I've never heard of it. It stars Clive Owen, Julianne Moore. Uh, I don't know. Is that a horror film? Is no. I've never heard of it? No, it's not a horror film. It didn't do huge in the theaters. It just kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Alfonso Custom. Uh, Kirk says, I have a few favorite directors, but I really like Michael Mann, who directed Last of the Mohicans. Among, oh. uh, did I say Mohicans? You did. Mohicans, among other movies. That's a good choice. Chris says, Christopher Nolan, Inception. Yeah. Megan says, I'll add a female perspective here and say Nora Ephron. Now, don't feel bad if you don't know this. Who, What movies does Nora Ephron, is she known for? I don't know. Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail, When Harry Met Sally, those. Those are Nora Ephron's. So, so nothing big? Sti- yeah, she's <laughs> a, 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 a stifling director yes. uh, underground. Now, I asked, I've forced Morgan, Megan to pick a favorite, though. Okay, and did she come up with one? She did. She said, you've got, my, you've got mail, yeah. but I love them all. For me, it's when Harry met Sally. Yeah. But you've got mail's right there with you. You've got mail's great. Shop girl. Shop girl and what's his Fox. F-O-X. <laughs> Something about Fox, yeah. Uh, Papa Dave says, Spielberg, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Keel says, Christopher Nolan, Tenet. Yeah. A new one. Yeah. Eric says, Quentin Tarantino, Inglorious. Mm. I don't know if I can say the second word or not. No, yeah, I don't think you should. Just to be safe. But you know that movie. Uh, that's Quentin's best movie, in my opinion. Dan e- said, even Even more than Pulp Fiction? Yes. Wow. Yep. Okay. Pulp Fiction's incredible. Reservoir Dogs? That's phenomenal, too. But I think Inglorious is his best work. Okay. Uh, Dan says, uh, the master is Steven Spielberg. That's hard to choose from his list for his best film, but uh. probably Schindler's list. Yeah. That's it. That's- it's that or Saving Private Ryan. Schindler's List is a tough one, man. That's, what about that's Jurassic Park? Not in the same vein. No, but it's Steven Spielberg. It's well. What about Jaws? Yeah, yeah. So let's go. Are those his, are those his four best movies? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah. Well, how do we forget about Indiana Jones? E. T. Well, come on. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's not there with Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, and Jaws. And Boy. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did he do The Last Crusade as well? Yes. And did he do Temple of Doom? Did yes. he do all yeah. of the original and, 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 and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Well, we'll forget that he yeah. did that one. Ben, well, that's, that's always Lucas and him. Ben with a great answer. Ready for this? Yeah. 
It's a toss-up. It's a hard one, but it comes between Chris Columbus Ooh. and Robert Zemeckis. Mm. You know Chris Columbus worked like Home Alone. You know Zemeckis, Back to the Future, Castaway. Yep. Uh, but he gives an honorable mention to Rob Reiner as well. Oh, there's so many. Uh, just a couple more. Daniel, Kevin Smith, Clerks. <laughs> I've met him. Chris, Ron Howard. Yeah. Which is what yeah. spurned yeah. the poll question. He goes yeah. with the Da Vinci Code for Howard's best. Ooh. I'll be, I'll be real honest with you. I think his best piece of work. Solo. A Star Wars story. No, but no. I did like that movie. Yeah. Well, you got to, for what he had to work with, it did he really? I think How the Grinch Stole Christmas yeah. is a masterpiece. Willow? Oh, he didn't direct Willow. He was behind the camera on Willow. Uh, but you know, he's got, we could go on for days with oh, Ron yeah. Howard films. Oh my gosh. Uh, his, uh, Greg says his favorite Ron Howard is backdraft. There's a, oh, there's man. a flashback. That's a great movie. And finally, Eric comes in with Wes Anderson and the grand Budapest hotel. <laughs> Wes Anderson has great movies. He in fact does. All right. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. You can still play along if you want on Twitter at Austin Horton at Johnny Lightfoot one. Let us know your favorite director and what their best movie is. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll get to your uh, interactions uh, next week on the Movie Zone. We've got to get out to a break. We've got a From the Archives coming up next. I did last week's pick. Johnny has this week's pick. Yes, I did. Gordon Monson thinks it's not funny, but everyone else who has seen it loves it. We'll tell you what it is next here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. This is your soundtrack of the week. No, this is not this mine. This is your choice. This is horrible. It got, and this it is got not, better. This is not indicative of Kiss. Come on. <laughs> this is Kiss doing White Kissmas, as you heard. Oh, man. They might find a tune before it's over. We'll see. <laughs> so uh, this week in music history was Kiss. We'll do Kiss again in the future, I promise. Wow. All right, time to get back in the Wayback Time Machine. We're going into the archives and talking about a movie that's at least 10 years old every single week here on the Movie Zone. That's right. We're in Christmas movie spirit. I picked last week with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 2000 version. Johnny, what's your <laughs> pick this week? This is one of my favorite Christmas movies, and it's not so much Christmassy as it just is during Christmas, but funny. Uh -huh. Called Just Friends, released <laughs> November 23rd. 2005. I cannot believe it's been 15 years. Isn't that amazing? That's incredible. I was just out of high school when this oh. movie came out. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart, Anna Faris, Chris Klein, and a slew of other people. On and on and on. Yeah. yeah. This movie um, grossed $51 million, and I do not have a budget for it. It was not mm. listed. Yeah. Now, I got to be honest. I missed this movie in the theater. I It flew right under my radar. Really? And I discovered it later, like maybe... 10 years after the wow. movie. Wow. A long time ago. Wow. Maybe not that long, but still, it was, it was several years after. 
and it's become one of my classics that I can watch any time of the year. I could watch it on the 4th of July. Absolutely. It's just so funny. However, Rotten Tomatoes gives this uh, Gordon Monson rating, he gives it a critics, give it 43%. What do critics know? Critics don't know nothing. Fans give it only 71, and I still think that's uh, wrong. That's about 20% too low. It's This movie is hilarious from top to bottom. The relationship between Chris Brander and his brother is just worth watching the movie alone. Yep, for sure. They, I love this movie. They beat each other up, but still love each other. Yes, they do. Well, the opening scene of this movie is probably one that makes me laugh the hardest, is when Ryan and Reynolds is back in time when he was in high school, and he has a, a suit on. <laughs> well, it took him four hours to put the 12-pound face. What? Yes. Wow. And when Ryan Reynolds would step outside in full makeup, apparently there was a fan on the set. He came up to him and said, hey- is Ryan Reynolds here? <laughs> and of course, Ronald, Ron, uh, Ronald, Ryan said, yeah, I think he's over there. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. But the, also talking about that opening scene, the, the, the lip syncing to I swear. Yeah. With the retainer. With the retainer. That was Ryan's idea. <laughs> of course it was. He's, he said, he, I quote, he's like, I think sh- I should lip sync. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so he's having a conversation with himself. And that was done in one shot. Okay, that's something. One take. That's impressive. Yeah, I think that, that was really cool. Ryan Reynolds seems like a fun guy to hang around. He would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's married to... Uh, what's Blake Lively. Blake Lively, and her brother lives up here in Park City. Does he really? Yeah, Jason. Mm-hmm. We should have him on. You know Jason? I do. Can he get us Ryan? I've tried. You know, we talked earlier in the show, who would you want to trade bodies with? I would trade with Ryan. Ryan. Oh, man. Just for his comedic value. Sure, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I, I know what you're referring to, and I want to I bring something up here about uh, where is it? So, Dusty. Dusty Dinkelman. Dusty Dinkelman. Played by Chris Klein. Yes. They were originally trying to get a different actor for that, and they said, you know... Let's get Chris Klein. I think Chris Klein will do it. He'll he'll do a great job. And besides, kind of out of the blue for Chris Klein. It it is. You but, know him from like we we were soldiers and things like that. So originally they were going to get Bradley Cooper, okay, to do that role, and he he agreed to do it. But they have no idea what happened. He wanted to do it, but we couldn't get him out because he they couldn't guarantee the plane fight would take off because it was so cold because they filmed this not in the US they filmed this in Canada and temperatures in Canada were negative 29 Fahrenheit while they were filming this movie they couldn't get he couldn't get him Bradley out. Cooper off the tarmac so they had to replace him with Chris Klein and i'm thinking that was probably more for the audition you know like let's see right. how he does and they couldn't get him so they got Chris Klein and in fact what they said the casting agent said Chris Klein is so good looking and hulky it's like how fun if we just ugly him up like Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> that's I think, funny. I think that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite actors in this is, of course, Anna Ferris. Okay. I think she's hilarious as, is it Samantha? Samantha, I can't remember. She's the pop singer. Yeah. Samantha James. It's a, it's a ripoff of a caricature of Britney Spears. And Paris Hilton. And Paris Hilton, okay. In fact, Paris Hilton was originally going to play that role. I'm glad she didn't. Yeah, she's terrible. And the, the, the some of the, the the studio thought it'd be a great idea, but the director came back and said, 
it would be great, but this is like when she was coming to her popularity, and they thought it would give the wrong impression for the movie putting her in there. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't think they, I don't think she could have compared to Anna Faris's just comedic value. She's got chops, man. Yep. She makes Forgiveness you laugh. Forgiveness <laughs> is more than saying I'm sorry. She's crazy. In that is, that, is that good or what? Yeah. So Ashley Scott, who played Janice, do you remember that? She was the nurse that Dusty was singing to at the medical oh, center. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, you may recognize her from some other movies. In fact, DC movies. She was Huntress in the Harley Quinn's movie, Birds of Prey. Oh, wow. Okay. And of course, Ryan Reynolds was also in DC movies. He was Hal Jordan slash Green Lantern, but we don't really count that as a movie. <laughs> Neither does he. Yeah. And if you needed proof that this was not filmed in the U.S., the proof would be when Clark and Chris swerved to stay in, quote, New Jersey, so Chris can confront Jamie. The New Jersey signs read 24 East to I-78 and RT-1 and 9 East. Routes 1 and 9 only go north and south between East and Seaborg, and routes 1 and 9 don't go east. Uh-huh. They only go east and, or I mean, north and south up gotcha, there. Gotcha, just there, friends. There you go. How's that for some deep info? Well, uh, I love that movie. It's so funny. I think it's Amy Smart's best movie. It is. And one last thing. Okay, one more. So, uh, Samantha Jones, Anna Ferris, right? She was aggressive in that movie. And how she was so aggressive and on edge is she would constantly pound Red Bull after Red Bull after Red Bull to get amped up to be just aggressive and angry. Wow. not that awesome? To be Samantha James? Yes. Unbelievable. All right. Just Friends 2005. Not a traditional Christmas movie, but it's in there. It counts. It's, not, it's, it's, it's more, set during Christmas. It's set during Christmas. It's more a love story of uh, a guy who had a crush on the girl and they were just in the friend zone. It's funny. It's terrific. And then he went off to become a record producer. Yep. Yeah. He became a big deal. And anyway, go see it if you haven't seen it. If you have seen it, watch it again. If you haven't seen it, it's worth it. Don't listen to Gordon Monson. It's no, funny. It's worth it. Johnny, good job. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks, brother. You too. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We're out of time. We'll see you next week here on the Movie Zone.